You're listening to The Lucid Entrepreneur. My name is Rene Bos and I'm your podcast host. In full disclosure, I'm here to share with you through this podcast what's going on behind the scenes and behind the curtains of a Dutch entrepreneur living in Bali, trying to live a life with meaning and purpose. I'll be sharing with you the good, the bad and the ugly, all for your own learning and inspiration. Enjoy listening and please subscribe to receive my weekly new episodes. It's been a very long time since I recorded another one of these diary sessions here. And yeah, I want to start off with me sharing that I've been back in Bali for about two weeks now, I think. After nearly four months back in the Netherlands, I uh, I flew back to Bali two weeks ago and it's been uh, it's been rough. It's been rough. It's been difficult to land back here. I also have been like changing houses a couple times already in these two weeks. Um, the housing situation is pretty intense right now in Bali. Uh, as in it's really busy. A lot of people are looking for homes and yeah, there's just not that much availability so um, yeah I've been moving around quite a bit living with a friend now a new friend someone that I met last week and he's like hey come over you can stay at my one of my bedrooms so I'm really grateful that that's possible so yeah it's been a bit uh, it's been a bit challenging and from November 1st which is next week I will have a more permanent stay until my villas are finished because I'm not even sure if I shared that on this podcast but I started building villas in Bali and uh, one of them is for me to actually live in and the other ones are for renting out so yeah I'm really really excited about this and just just the idea that I'll have my own house in Bali is just it feels so special because you know I only rented places here but then having a self-built new epic house it's it feels really special and I'm so grateful that I get to experience that and to enjoy that and to have that be part of my life experience and um, yeah I'll definitely keep you all posted on how that's going it should take another month I think until it's finished and ready for me to move in but yeah it's it's Bali it's rainy season so it's uh, important to not have that many expectations because things just change a lot here um, but yeah without further ado I also want to of course start speaking into some things some vulnerable topics and um, yeah the first one that I want to speak into is me making peace with my aloneness and what I mean with that is me being okay with being by myself and as you probably listened to in the previous episodes when it comes to me being in relationships and with me having a woman by my side is something that has always been there and I think it has been a way for me to feel safe in myself and what I mean with that is that I've always been in relationships from like my 18th and yeah I've never been without a relationship I even think that like when I would break up yeah like literally within like one or two weeks I would be together with someone else and to be honest I think it wasn't because I like found 
the one again you know like oh my god i really want to be with this person i think it was coming from a, oh my god i cannot be alone can i please be with someone wow and and i'm not saying that i did this all the time like i've definitely been in love and i know what it means to be in love but i think there was also a big yeah a big moving force for me where i would just feel super uncomfortable not being in relationships like being alone and Literally not having a woman by my side made me feel like a lesser man. And when I would see other guys with a partner or with a beautiful woman by their side, I would think of them to be more successful and more complete than I was. So one of the biggest shifts that's been happening for me in this past maybe even two years, even like when I was in relationship, um, I broke up in January of this year just really facing that part of me that does not want to be alone and finds it very challenging to be alone so yeah one big shift that i'm noticing especially in the couple last months since i broke up in january is just really allowing myself to be with myself to not need anyone by my side to not need yeah to not need to be social to feel fulfilled but just really focusing on myself and my own things being sovereign and that feels so powerful guys it feels so amazing and um, i celebrated my birthday last wednesday so that's what four days ago i think and i invited maybe 20 of one of my favorite people in bali to my birthday and um, it was just really sweet it was a really sweet birthday and there was one moment where everyone was sitting down we were having dinner and i asked everyone to listen up and that was also interesting by the way leadership like telling people what to do and like hey guys come on i have something to share uh, feels really powerful and a bit scary as well but i'm stepping more and more into that um but one of the most beautiful moments was after we had dinner and i i gathered everyone around and i'm like hey um, i would love all of you to share popcorn style your favorite memory of me that we shared and the thing you appreciate the most about me and it felt yeah was it scary to ask i mean it was scary to like have everyone's attention <laughs> like speak to everyone and make a request but i also knew it was my birthday and that that there's never a better moment to ask for what you want and everyone shared so many beautiful things reflections things they appreciated the impact that i have on their lives and yeah it made me feel really warm and loved and seen and heard and if i compare it to my birthday last year when i had like a hundred people at my birthday and them all sharing with me what they thought of me and what they appreciated and i wasn't able to receive it fully it was just so much that I noticed that um, I was holding in my breath even. I, w I stopped breathing <laughs> and being in disbelief, even though mentally I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, that happened. That was a nice moment. I really noticed that I could not fully receive it. It was like too much or, or I wasn't in a space to receive it. And this time when everybody was sharing, I was sitting by myself at like one side of the table. It was just, um, yeah, just sitting. I felt super relaxed and comfortable. I was just sitting in a way. And this, guys, this might sound so like obvious for you. But 
when I'm when I would be like in an uncomfortable state, then I like really sit. I either sit really like neatly, like perfectly, like spine straight with my arms on the side rest of the chair on the armrest, and I get a bit uncomfortable in my body. And this time I'm like just hanging and receiving, and and no one was sitting next to me. And I, you know, I even noticed like, oh my god, I have space. I have space to be here. And I'm sitting here by myself with all eyes on me, all the attention on me. And all these people are sharing beautiful things about me. And I'm just breathing it in. And I'm just enjoying it and appreciating it. And yeah, it really felt like a transformation. And me stepping into like, yeah, I I don't have a partner sitting next to me. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't even have anyone sitting sitting next to me right now. And I am still whole. I'm still complete. I'm still happy. Right, and that felt so amazing. So yeah, one one of the things why I'm speaking into this is me being able to make peace with my yeah. I don't know if I have to say like aloneness or loneliness or because I think when you're able to be with yourself, I think loneliness is just something that comes when you don't feel yeah. That you don't feel... I want to say like so many things I want to say right now. Like maybe you don't feel loved. You don't feel seen. You don't feel heard. You don't feel appreciated. And maybe it can be just one of those things. But where you're not really feeling fully complete in yourself. And needing someone or yourself to to like... Yeah, to feel complete. And I think for me, when loneliness comes in, it's like, oh, I need someone to fill a gap or, oh, I feel uncomfortable. So I need someone to talk to. I need someone to hold me. I need someone to say some words of affirmation to me. And I think me learning how to be with myself and to be with the aloneness also takes care of the whole loneliness feeling. Like it's it's just not there. It's just like, wow, I have time with myself. Wow, I have so many cool things that I'm working on, right? So... Yeah, I hope this makes sense, but that's what I feel. And then as an extension to this, what I decided is that I am not going to be dating for the rest of this year. And it's not it's not such a long year anymore. It's end of October, but there's still November and December. And if you guys would see my past and how I how easy it is for me to connect with women, to go on dates, to like open my heart, fall in love and the whole like pattern that I have that goes rather quickly. I, yeah, I just made the conscious decision to not go into that pattern again for the rest of this year at least and just really focusing on myself and my projects and being with myself and spending time with friends and yeah, just connecting with new people in a way that's not romantic and that is not sensual and not sexual and yeah definitely not forcing myself to find another relationship because I know I can I know like if I want to within like one week I can have a relationship but will it be with the woman that I really want to be with I don't think so I think it will still be coming from that place of not wanting to be alone and wanting to go quick and wanting to be able to like show off to people like oh look I have a partner or oh wow look how beautiful my partner is or how successful or how amazing my partner is instead of hey I'm here I am so happy with myself and yes I have a partner but we both have a life and we both are happy so I feel this would come from such a more 
grounded and adult and profound sort of way so yeah that's what i decided so i guess that you could call that being celibate um, for at least the rest of this year so no romantic no sexual no sensual interactions for the rest of this year and then from the new year 2023 i will be opening myself up slowly and that's my challenge opening myself up slowly to connect and my therapist calls it sober dating and i want to pass it on to you because it feels really challenging to me but he says yeah sober dating is um you know when you're connecting with a woman or with with a potential partner that you have at least 15 meetings and that doesn't mean oh i'll just see them three times a day so that's five days in total no that's like uh, one or two meetings a week so that could be anywhere between seven and 15 weeks which is long guys it's so long right where you basically only talk together you spend time together there's no kissing definitely there's definitely no sex and preferably also not too much touch so that you can really get to know this person without confusing this connection with any of your internal struggles or needs for touch for sexual interactions for you know because and i and i see the value in it because it's it's like when you are what's the word if you not craving but if you are hungry if you are desperate if you are yeah if you are starving that's the word i was looking for if you are starving for something that comes with having a partner for example touch kissing sex um having someone tell you that you're beautiful uh, like if there's really that that starvation then it could be that you are entering into a relationship to get that kind of needs right and then you for me at least i feel like that would be a less desirable approach to a relationship because the relationship should actually be wow you know this is such a good match and we have we share the same vision for the future and we have the same we share the same values and i can see that we have so much to like learn from each other and with each other and we both have our lives uh, set up in a way that it's really good a really good match and you really can get to know each other you can discover each other's personalities but if you dive into intimacy sensuality sexuality too soon then the focus will shift from getting to know this person maybe not always there's also exceptions but there's a big risk of it shifting more towards the wow this is so pleasurable we are our sex is so great she's such a, such a great kisser right and of course these are important things but to be really honest i do feel like when you're really looking for a long-term partner it makes more sense finding someone that is yeah just aligned to you as a person and not so much the other things so yeah so long story short <laughs> i am gonna be celibate until the end of this year i've tried that once before being celibate and then i met a woman and then two weeks in we ended up having sex and uh, we entered a relationship which didn't last a couple of years ago before i moved to bali um but yeah i'm gonna i i feel i feel much stronger now anyways in myself and and i see also the importance of it just being with myself more focusing on myself my projects and uh, not needing to have a woman by my side to feel whole so yeah 
that's um, that's a big one for me as well. And yeah, just uh, the final thing that I want to share about relationships is my ex-partner, the one I broke up with in January. She is uh, in a new committed relationship with a new guy. And um, I actually found out through her social media about yeah like two weeks ago i think when i i think when i got back to bali or right before i can't remember two three weeks and it hurt guys it hurt so much because i i unfollowed her on facebook because i felt like hey we both go our own ways Um, i'm not in bali now anyways we will be meeting up because we still want to be friends Um, so i unfollowed her and then a couple weeks ago i decided to check up on her and see what she's up to i think there was still a little part of me that felt like oh maybe we'll come back together Um, And for those of you that missed the episode where I shared more around this, uh, we broke up in January because after almost three years, because I really want to start a family. I really want to, yeah, start a family, have a wife, get married, have children, at least two. And yeah, I I think we both knew from the start that this might have been something that would break us apart eventually because she was pretty clear on the start she's like i don't really know if i want to have children probably not and i was like well i think i do but i also think that we should be together (laughs) so i um yeah i claimed her i told her i want to be with you and uh, yeah that's how we started our relationship And, uh, and i must say i've never had a more beautiful fulfilling rich abundant healthy relationship in my entire life and it was beautiful and it made it even harder to find out in january like hey i really want to be a father in like the next couple years and her being super clear on the fact that she doesn't and maybe in nine years she shared she shared but I think internally inside myself I already knew that that maybe in nine years was going to be a no anyways and to be really honest and vulnerable again here and I'm not even sure if I shared this with her so if you're listening (laughs) I'm more than welcome to hold space for this if this is hurting but yeah as as I was reflecting on her decision to not want to have children this lifetime and me basically feeling into the yeah seeing like hey then i need to break up with her even though it was one of the most beautiful relationships i've ever had made it so difficult to break up i also had the question like oh but instead of questioning do i want to stay in this relationship not having children to stay to to like be with her that answer was no and that that answer was clear for both of us like i want to have children she doesn't so that means that i want to break up because she's fine right as long as i'm not telling her i want to have babies now she's happy in the relationship but but i wasn't i wasn't fulfilled but the other question that popped up is like what if she would be a yes what if she would say i want to start a family with you would i then would I then want to start that family with her? And that answer was no for me. It's like, no, I, d- I don't see her as the mother of my children. And that was a big one. And I think that also gave me the confidence and the clarity and uh, the willpower to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this relationship. I'm going to complete this relationship with her respectfully. 
and um, yeah and that's what we did in january so that's been a journey guys it's been it's been really hard especially those f- the, the the decision itself but also the just the, the weeks and the months that followed and like i said when i read that she's in a new committed relationship two weeks ago it hurt <laughs> i cried i cried a couple times for for a whole day and yeah i really needed to sit with it like yeah she's moving on and of course after a breakup one of the two has to be the first one to move on and and that's her and yeah made me feel a little bit like hurt and and feeling like i'm not being chosen and and i think also the aloneness and the loneliness would come up a bit and yeah but i'm happy for her truly we saw each other a couple times these last uh two weeks since i got back in bali on my birthday on a wedding of a friend and i saw her yesterday at a, another birthday of a friend we have so many mutual friends and yeah we just still love each other but not from a romantic way but just a deep brother sisterhood i guess and just knowing that we're always there for each other and i think that's such a beautiful gift in this life to be able to still continue a connection with your romantic partner even after you've broken up i think that's a very adult thing to do and i also connected with her partner for the first time i've seen him around of course in the in the times that we've met and i just didn't feel the space to to connect with him and i and i did yesterday and and <laughs> friends of me did mention like hey it's a really cool guy i'm pretty sure you like him and yeah he is a cool guy so i connected with him yesterday and she actually sat in between us and it was just all really sweet and beautiful and um yeah i'm just really happy that she's happy and i'm also able to move on after my celibacy and call in my baby mama because i'm really serious about starting a family i'm really excited about it so yeah <laughs> that was a big one around relationships well looking at my journal here i wrote a couple of topics down that i wanted to share with you and yeah i think i want to move on to the next one that i wrote down and this happened only a couple of days ago i think maybe two days ago um right after my birthday and i started questioning everything everything in in my life right now living in bali being here the work that i do the people i hang out with the house that i'm living uh, missing my parents missing europe sort of (laughs) like i had so many questions come up and yeah i'm not um it was very uncomfortable i felt very meh all day Um, i love playing guitar and singing and i didn't feel like doing that and i felt a bit lost and i felt tired low in my energy i felt sad and grumpy and yeah just all these emotions literally shooting through me and yeah i um i just was questioning everything and <laughs> there was a lot of inner conflict and and even thoughts came up like yeah maybe maybe my bali chapter is over you know i've, I've lived here for over three years now it's been perfect it's been amazing i've learned so much Uh, you know i got into the real estate here had a beautiful partnership uh, for a while and yeah i'm like maybe i'm complete here and and even finding peace with that like yeah maybe i want to move back to europe and and who knows maybe i will um but i'm feeling much better now (laughs) it's i think also just leaving bali for almost four months has been more impactful than i think and i was able to 
grow a lot of love for the Netherlands where there was a lot of resistance and maybe even not hate I think hate is a, a very big word I don't generally hate anything but there was a big disliking <laughs> there was a big disliking of the Netherlands the language the people the yeah just the history there and yeah spending time in the Netherlands for almost four months really did something to me a lot of healing and even again finding so much love for where I come from and the people that live there and I can even see myself be yeah bringing gifts more to the Netherlands and I'm not talking about physical gifts but just you know living abroad in a different country different religion different cultures different people um, it does something to you and I think travel is one of the most beautiful gifts that you can give yourself and I traveled a lot over the past years and then I settled down in Bali because of the pandemic, right? I'm like, okay, this feels like home. I'm going to be staying here. Um, yeah, but I, I had this massive questioning a couple days ago and um, like I said, I found peace in it. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe it is over. Maybe this is not my place anymore. And as I found peace with that, like I can live anywhere. I can go back to the Netherlands if I want. I can move somewhere else in Europe which actually feels really exciting to me. <laughs> um, but as I'm sharing this, I also feel so grateful being here in Bali. And it's also been intense, guys. Just imagine moving houses four times in two weeks, like a hotel room, another house, another house, another house. It's just not really grounding. And I think I really desire grounding. So another week, and then I should have more a more grounded space. So yeah, there, there are beautiful things here for me. And... Um, it's just, you know, Bali has always been a touristic place, but I think because of the pandemic, a lot of people were stuck at home, right? So they haven't been able to travel. And I think a lot of people are traveling right now. And a lot of people are coming to Bali because it is on many people's bucket list. So my, my hope is that it will still be touristic because, of course, the locals need their jobs here. But I really hope that... Yeah, that it's going to be a little bit less busy or that I am able to cope with the busyness a bit more. Um, I'm living in Uluwatu for those familiar in Bali right now because it's just more quiet, close to the coast. It just feels a bit more chill. And I'll be moving back to Ubud at the end of the year when my villa is finished. But I am bracing myself for the busyness that I hear people share of. And um, yeah, it might not be for me. Maybe I won't. I won't. I won't stick around there. Maybe I'll just rent out my house and... Either move to Uluwatu or move to Europe. I don't know. I really don't know, guys. And it feels exciting. It's it's an exciting not knowing. It's not the, oh my God, where am I going to land? Because I know that I'll be fine. I have trust that no matter where I want to go, that there's always people, people that I love, inspiring people, um, that I know that financially I'm held and I have so many beautiful gifts to give. So I'm, you know, I am, I'm, I'll be good. I'll be, I'll be happy nonetheless. So, but it was very uncomfortable to go through that. Um, and even like purpose, like, do I still want to be this business coach? Do I still want to be doing what I'm doing? Uh, do I want to get on stage or not? Is it for my ego or is it for just because I really truly want to help people? Like all these questions were flowing and um, I feel really on my path, guys. I really feel that I am doing beautiful things, that I'm also learning how to be 
satisfied with what I'm doing and not I, I can be a big crit how do you say like I can be very critical to myself where it's never enough I always need to do more I always need to be better and I feel like I'm in this process of letting go a bit more letting go of the of the reins I think you would say in English like yeah just relaxing a bit like oh I'm I'm good as I am of course, there's things to learn and things I do want to learn, but but I feel like oh, I'm I'm whole, I'm fine, I'm good. Maybe I want to take a day off and do nothing, right? Um, which is actually my biggest challenge: <laughs> doing nothing. Yeah. So a lot of questioning and also a lot of unknown, but being okay with the unknown and actually being pretty excited and pretty grateful and yeah, maybe even like. Yeah, and I'm mostly grateful, just being grateful of all the th- all the things currently in my life and, and how everything is moving. So, yeah, there's, um, there's a third thing that I wrote down and I think I can make a beautiful bridge from the questioning and the unknown and yeah, I'm making a really big transition, guys, a really, really big one, I feel. And I feel it might be the... I don't think end game would be the right thing to say, but I'm feeling pretty emotional as I'm about to start talking into this topic because I do feel that it's my truest calling. And I think it's the the thing that I've been working towards maybe my whole life, but especially since I decided to become a coach and since I decided I want to help people. I want to make a difference in people's lives and I've done so through different coaching modalities, right? Different angles. Listen to the other episodes if you want to find out all the five coaching businesses that I had. But right now I'm a business coach. So I'm helping people, yeah, quit their job, start a business, whether it's through IT freelancing or for entrepreneurs. So people that are like, hey, I really start want to start my own business. I want to start making good money. I want to decide my own schedule, be my own boss. And um, yeah, this has been beautiful. I've, I've, I've had over 15 clients this year, which is amazing. I'm so happy with that result uh, as my first year as a business coach. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm about to transition again. It's going to be my sixth transition as an entrepreneur, uh, as a coach entrepreneur in these past three years. And this shift has all to do with transformation for myself and also for the people I work with because the transition that I'm about to make (laughs) is I want to step more into being a transformational coach and what that means is that I want to start supporting people really working through their biggest problems their biggest the, big, the, the, the biggest things that are holding them back from living their life in the most dreamful way. And, and of course, this can be anything, right? This can still be business coaching, but it's going to be focused more on like, what's holding you back? Like, why are you playing small? Where are you playing small? And if you have this big desire to become XYZ, then why are you not going for it? Like what's holding you back there? And then guiding people through that, through exercises, through 
meditations, through embodiment practices, through breath work, like all the stuff that I've been doing in the past years for myself, I want to start implementing for my clients, with my clients. And um, on my birthday, I decided to hire a new mentor. And it's someone that is already doing this kind of work. He actually offered me a couple free sessions, which gave me a good impression of the work that he does. So I felt super safe signing up with him. And it made me realize, like, this is this is the kind of work I want to be doing with people. I mean, I've been in IT for over 15 years, right? So it has nothing to do with emotions. It, it has nothing to do with personal development. It's all business. It's all tech. It's all applications and cloud and software. And it's beautiful. And I'm, you know, I'm still really good at it. And it still serves me because I'm still doing some IT work. But when I think about coaching, it's really like, wow, I can make a difference in people's lives. What a beautiful thing is that, right? And just witnessing people's transformation, witnessing them cry and be emotional because they're like, oh my God, it's working. Like, it's working. I'm, I'm doing it. And that is the thing that truly brings me joy, to see that transformation in people. So I'm not saying I'm not going to be a business coach anymore because it's still a skill that I have. I'm still able to teach people how to set up their brand and their business and I'm still passionate about it. But the thing I am longing for is more deepening in my connection with my clients. So yeah, I feel like maybe the umbrella of my business is going to change so it's more going to be like transformational coaching and then business coaching can be like one of the products so people will come to me for transformation and we can talk about business instead of people come to me for business and then i'm like trying to make it transformational to them right the the intention is different and and it might also not be for everyone it's probably not going to be for everyone i believe that no matter what i teach people in terms of strategy and business and social media and systems and branding and all that stuff if internally you are not feeling aligned if you don't feel confident if you have all these inner voices running then i can teach you the most beautiful wonderful strategies and tricks and tips and everything but then it's probably not gonna work because if you don't believe in it it's not gonna work if you don't embody that confident amazing coach or business owner if you're not able to do that then no one's going to believe you right so i want to turn it around i'm going to be offering people transformation and then at the back of it i can of course share with you technical things and strategies and, and business coaching things but yeah the, the the focus is is transformation and the other beauty of this is that um yeah I can start incorporating all the things that I've done before, like the other coaching things that I've done. Helping people move through shame. Helping men with intimacy and relationship blocks. Helping, you know, wh when people are running into relationship issues. And yeah, all, all the coaching stuff that I've done, I feel like I can put them all under the umbrella transformation. I'm learning from my new mentor how to offer transformation, how to guide people through a process, how to facilitate that. And yeah, and this is also in line with what I shared with you before in other episodes. Like I see myself not literally as the next or the follow up or whatever, but yeah, I, I really see like being someone like Tony Robbins. I want to be on that stage. 
I want to touch people's lives. I want to be a guide and a support and an inspiration to people. You know, I really want to touch people's lives as many as possible. And I'm in Bali now, so there's there's co-working places here. There's there's events even asking me to speak already. Like I want to be on that stage. And I want to start offering beautiful, beautiful transformational workshops and retreats. And (laughs) as I'm sharing this, it's like, it's so like, guys, listen to this, (laughs) because this is something that will help you as well. The thing that helped me achieve so many beautiful things in life already, you know, career wise, moving to the other side of the world, um, starting my own business, starting to build the villas in Bali. It's not because I am special, I feel. I'm not special. I'm just like you, right? I'm also human. I also have emotions. I've got feelings. I've got fears. But I choose to listen to the most... How do I How do I even like voice that? I feel like when, when these things happen, when I have a dream, like now, I like, I'm like, I want to be the next Tony Robbins, right? So... Like how do I get there? Like I I, I turn to <laughs> I turn it into something practical. Like h- how would I start? Okay, I'm probably not. Um, I can't like get on a stage with fifty thousand people. I will freak out. I I'm not I'm not capable of that yet. However, I've done some public speaking and trainings before, so I can you know a group of ten or twenty or thirty people will still be scary, but it's like perfect. I'm like, okay, how do I get there? Okay, I need to learn how to offer transformation to people. Great, I'm hiring someone. So I'm hiring someone. He's going to teach me how to facilitate that kind of transformation. And I'm just taking you in my thought stream, yeah? So you can apply this for yourself or you can take some snippets of it. I have so many beautiful people in Bali here, people that I'm really close with. I can start offering free sessions to people to train myself and to try it out in return for a testimonial of people liked it right so how i'm with with me doing this it not only allows me to train myself and to get more experience i also get to build a a vault of testimonials of people they're like wow this was so amazing i hope right (laughs) it was so amazing i really got so much clarity on my next steps in life or in my business i feel less scared or Whatever the benefits are, they share that on a video. I keep all of those videos and I put them on a web page where I say, hey, I'm offering transformational coaching. I can start doing public events on stage, right? So I can uh, maybe go to co-working spaces. I can start offering this to like 10, 20, 30 people, whatever. And I can start growing this. And again, this is all free of charge. And how I'm doing this, of course, I still need money, right? So I am still having my IT job. So my IT job is bringing in a lot of money now. My rental villas are almost finished. So I don't really have to think about money anymore. That's that's my expectation. That's what I see in the, f- in the future. So I'll be free. I'll be, I'll be free to do anything. So I can start coming from a giving space instead of a needing space. Like I need to make money. I'm a coach. So I'm selling to make a living. That's not there anymore. And I feel like that's really giving me such an edge and it's bringing me such a a powerful approach where I'm really coming from a giving space and how attractive is it for you if you're coming across a coach who is coming from a giving space instead of a needing space right so with the reason why I'm sharing this is if you really want something just sit down and think about how you can get there 
And it might not be three steps, it might not be five step, steps or ten, it might be a hundred steps. But what is the first step that you can take to get to that result? Because if you really have a, have a desire, if you really have a dream, I feel that anything, anything is possible. Life is short, but there's also so much time. If you are really dedicated to reaching a certain goal or realizing your dream, then you've got years to accomplish that. And if it's really your dream, is it then not worth to spend, like, if necessary, spend a couple years to get there, right? And the journey towards that dream is as beautiful because you know you're getting closer to your dream, right? So that's just a little... <laughs> A little inspirational talk that I shared with you. And um, yeah, who knows? Maybe you're listening to this and maybe next year, 2023, I am standing on a stage with a thousand people, right? It's all possible. I have that desire. So maybe you're listening to this in October or th- I, I'm recording this 23rd of October, 2022. And maybe in October, 2023, you're listening to another episode of mine and I'm, I'm doing it, right? So let this be an inspiration. And yeah, <laughs> I feel so inspired, guys. <laughs> I feel really, yeah, grateful. I'm also beautiful. I'm, I'm recording this for all of you. I have no idea who's listening. I know that people are listening. And um, yeah, it feels beautiful. I feel very seen. Some people have been reaching out to me like, hey, I'm listening to all of your podcast episodes. It's so cool. Keep doing it. So yeah, I'm keep doing it. And I'm also extending the invite again to all of you listening. Send me a message. Share with me what you're thinking. Share with me what this brought up in you. Share with me if this was inspiring or not. Or if there's certain topics that you feel you want me to speak into. Um, I'll keep doing this. I'm also going to be apologizing (laughs) for not um, recording my diary as I'm doing today every Sunday, I feel like Sundays are great days for me to doing so. Uh, So what I'll do right now after ending this recording is I'm going to put it in my calendar. And every week on Sunday, I'll be recording and publishing this episode for all of you. um, So that at least there is a consistency there. Because I know that consistency is key in everything you do. Um, So I'll be doing that. So please, please share with me some feedback. Um... I feel really grateful for you tuning in and uh, thank you for listening and I'll see you on the next episode. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday.